Welcome to the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast. This is your friendly neighborhood podcast host, Daniel Bauer. Better Leaders, Better Schools is a weekly show for ruckus makers. And what is a ruckus maker? A leader who's found freedom from the status quo. A leader who makes change happen. A leader who never, ever gives up. Today is a special episode, so I wanted to say thanks. This is episode 250, the final episode of season one. Season two begins next week. You don't have to change a thing. It will get delivered magically to your phone, tablet, computer, wherever you subscribe to podcasts. But I just want to take a special moment and say thank you, Ruckus Maker, for being a loyal listener. Now, today's episode is a recorded coaching call with a wonderful principal, Rick, from the East Coast. And he just got off winter break. Now, I know it's not anywhere near winter because I record these and uh, release them far after they've been recorded. That's just so I can focus on what's most important. And that's what works for me, which is a productivity tip. And we talk about productivity. But coming off of winter break, Rick experienced a wonderful time with his wife and with his son, Lincoln. And he realized something that he doesn't get that during the school year. Maybe that's you. But does it have to be that way? Do you have to choose school over your family when school is in session? I would argue no. Yes, there's times when there are intense seasons where you have to be fully on work. But that's a season. It's not the whole school year. And so today we talk about productivity, we talk about ideal week, and if you're struggling with any of those topics, then you'll love this episode. So again, Ruckus Maker, thanks again for listening and being here for 250 episodes. Here's the 250 more coming up in season two. And before we jump into the episode, let's take just a moment to thank our show sponsors. The Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast is brought to you by Organized Binder, a program designed to develop your students' executive function and non-cognitive skills. Learn more at organizedbinder.com. Today's podcast is brought to you by TeachFX. It's basically like a Fitbit for teachers, helping them be mindful of teacher talk versus student talk. Get a special 20% discount for your school or district by visiting teachfx.com forward slash BLBS. I believe that school leaders are doing the best they can, but is it possible to be just a little bit better? According to Demetrius, a school leader in California, the best part of the mastermind is the hot seat. I learned so much from the challenges that we all shared during the hot seat because the feedback that our members give is so insightful and valuable. Lauren, a principal in Washington, D.C., remarked that the best part of the mastermind is access to tremendous thought partnering. If you would benefit from getting connected to other elite school leaders and would enjoy discussing education and leadership deeply each week, then we welcome your application to the mastermind. Apply today at betterleadersbetterschools.com forward slash mastermind. All right. Well, Rick, thanks for scheduling this. And uh, I know you mentioned that you joined the Productivity Sprint. So also thank you for enrolling in that program. And uh, over the next, you know, probably about 30 minutes or so, I'm here to serve you. So what's top of mind and how can I help? 
Yeah, I mean, I think that that's a loaded question, right? But I think <laughs> like in the end, like what what's at the top of my mind is is really you know all the other focuses, all the other goals we set that I want to set for myself. I'm struggling with because of trying to make sure that that I spend my days being proactive versus reactive. Yeah, you know, it's hard to lead others when I'm spending most of my days trying to either I don't want to say put out fires, but really just you know bounce from piece to piece. And so you know, a lot of what I can't hold others accountable for their schedules if I'm not accountable to my schedule, right? If I'm not accountable to what I need to do, and and I'm I'm struggling with that. I mean, I think that's that's the biggest piece that that is holding me back from taking the next step in my leadership. And so that's what I'm 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 here, you know, looking for for support with is how do I or, or what can I do to you know, what can I do to help myself really focus in on on the day to day or long range planning so that I can be my best the best leader I can be each day. Mm-hmm. So I'm hearing uh, proactive versus reactive. And you just mentioned too, sort of intentionality with your time and long-term planning is, is what I'm hearing is, is big ideas there. Yeah. Do you find that certain things tend to happen that cause the reaction mode to, to start? Are there any trends that you could put your finger on? I think, I mean, it starts with kind of like, you know, that idea of like, hey, you got a minute, you know, which is, you know, kind of the, the, the life of a principal, right? Everybody just needs a minute, right? But there's only so many minutes in the day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just that idea of like, all right, slowly, it you know, that minute turns into 10 minutes and this one turns into 30 minutes. And it's not that I don't want to help others, but, you know, it, it's like I'm spending a lot of time helping others and then I'm I'm not being able to help myself focusing on my goals. Right. And so, you know, I don't know if it's in, in my ability to delegate. I don't know if it's my ability to help others become problem solvers themselves, but it's, it's impacting me, you know, outside of school too. You know, I have a, a wife and a, a six-year-old son and, you know, to be honest, I just spent two weeks on winter break, just doing nothing but hanging out with my son. And I, I realized how much I don't do that when, you know, when school's in session, you know, how much time I'm not getting with them. So trying to think about how I can make sure that, that I, I'm able to go home and, and you know, be with them too and be, be a family without worrying about work all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a valid, valid point. You know, my wife, it's, a, it's beautiful how our partners connect as a mirror, you know, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. And maybe you had a bit of that experience over the, the break. But for me, uh, Miriam told me that she hadn't seen me take that much time off either, you know. And I was just enjoying it. You know, I don't have kids yet. I hope to have children, but I read a lot of books. You know, I stayed in my pajamas like 95% of the time. I played some video games and I felt refreshed. And so you had this awesome time with your son. And so I think one of the challenges to consider, and you'll, you'll get this in the productivity sprint, but just as a reminder or a preview for you, uh, either way you look at it, with the ideal week and with vision too. I push, I push leaders to consider what they need themselves first as just them as a human, then family, and then organization, right? So we're talking family here. And so I don't know if you have an ideal week planned yet, but if you don't, that time you spend with your son, what's your son's name? Lincoln. Lincoln. So oh, that's cool. So that time with Lincoln, you know, how often do you want it to happen what kind of activities do you want to spend together, right? Now, the ideal week's ideal. Things happen and, you know, you'll, you'll stray away from it from time to time. But let's say, you know, you want to read to him, I don't know, for 30 minutes a night 
right? Uh, and then have a big block of time on the weekend where you guys are building Legos. I, I don't know what you're doing. But the point is, like, you have that vision, that plan there. And, and if you hit that the majority of the time, would you see, you know, your personal and family life, would that be more satisfying for you, you know? And then connecting the dots to the long-term vision, what kind of Lincoln are you trying to to grow, right? And empower and build into? Like, who is he at five, at 10, at 15, at 20? And then backwards planning to the ideal week, like what kind of activities are going to get him to those kind of things? I just said a lot. So let me let me shut up and pause there and <laughs> uh, check in with you. Yeah, I, you know, I think, you know, one of the things you, you, you hit there was that idea of like the ideal week. And, and I don't know if I've ever really planned an ideal week. You know what I mean? Like, I think, you know, I go back and forth between this, like, oh, do I really need to schedule every bit of my time? And it's not, you know, I recognize that the ideal week isn't like, all right, schedule out 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there. It's like, you know, those blocks. But, but yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I think about that, that future part with my son and saying, all right, well, what do I want him to think about what adults do? And I don't want it to be that adults spend all their time working. Adults spend all their time on, you know, on their computer. Adults spend all their time on, on their cell phone. You know, I want to know that, that, you know, I don't, I, I just, I want him to know that school never, you know, my job will never be more important than my son, but I feel like sometimes I'm sending that message maybe that it is and I got to mm-hmm. figure out how to stop that. And so I think, you know, it starts with that ideal week, you know, and it starts with being intentional about some of the stuff I schedule with too. Right. So instead of saying, well, I'm just going to spend the weekend with my son, but you know, what do I really want to do with my son or with my wife? Right. Like schedule, mm-hmm. you know, spend the weekend. I want to do this, you know, this thing as a family or that thing as a family. So I guess my, my question or, or the next step with that, thinking about that is like, it's one thing to know, it's another thing to do. Um, and like thinking about like, where, where do I go from, how do I get to, from knowing what I need to do to doing what I need to do and then holding myself accountable to what I need to do, you know? And, and I think that's the part where I'm struggling, right? Like, I don't know if any of that, you know, some of the stuff's not like research that, or, or ideas that no one's ever had, right? You know what I mean? Like not to, like, I'm not trying to be, disrespectful to you or anything but like these are ideas that people have like have always been out there so you know i think that part of this is is you know recognizing like how am i starting with myself saying right being a principal is a lonely job no one really gets it and the people who do get it are also very busy and so there's not a lot of time to check in with them either right and so starting with that of saying like all right how am i going to make sure i take care of myself including that that scheduling that scheduling part and that intentionality part. And then if I can do that, I'll be able to give to my family more maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A couple of things on that. So I just created a video. I don't know if you saw it and it's okay if you didn't. Um, here's the gist. Uh, British researchers studied 250 people that wanted to be more fit physically, right? Exercise was their focus. Took the 250 and divide them into three groups. One, just track how many times you work out during the next two weeks. Second group, track your workouts, and here's some educational, inspirational content. Third group, track it. Here's the inspirational and educational content, and make a plan. Where are you going to go? On what days? And uh, you know, uh, how long do you want to work out, etc. The first two groups, 35%. Uh, exercise at least once a week, okay? And these were formerly couch potatoes. You see a bit of a bump. That's kind of cool. But the third group, Rick, 91% of people exercise at least once a week. And so what we're doing right now is starting you in that group three sort of mindset. So it's talking about it. It's building a plan, which makes it more likely to occur. 
And then, like you said, there's a no do gap and your role is isolating. So I love that you are in the, the productivity sprint, the masterminds of community specifically for school leaders. And then there's, there's PLNs online as well, right? That you can connect with. But let's remove that out, the professional side. If you told your wife, right, and communicated to Lincoln, here's how we're going to, how I'd like to, and, and what if you brought them into the conversation, but, you know, what would it look like to have an awesome week as a family, you know, and you guys uh, collaboratively make that decision, right? So if you're all on the same page that family dinner's here, or we're going to go to the movies, do this outside hiking activity, et cetera, et cetera, if they're all in the know, is that going to help you actually make it happen? Like if I told my wife, well, we do. Every Friday is our a breakfast time, every Friday morning, because I have a couple of late nights on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And so that's our way to just recheck in, center ourselves um, before the weekend. And uh, you know, we want to have a thriving relationship. Well, she knows that breakfast is coming on Friday. I get excited about it. She knows about it. And so if I just start to work, she's going to say, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> we're, supposed, we're supposed to go get our breakfast. And if, if she's, uh, sometimes she likes to sleep in, right? So I got to wake her up. Like, what are you doing? Like, get up. This is our breakfast time. It's important to us. And so to me, it's like having that plan and making that plan public. Because people that you care about uh, typically will challenge you then to be a man of integrity. You said this is important. What's going on? You know, I'm saying this out of love, not to hand you a grade or anything like that or start a fight, but help me understand what's going on here. Do you, do you think that might work? I mean, my, my wife, you know, she's awesome. And, and yeah, I mean, she's, she's certainly one that, that, you know, wants to hold me accountable. And I think, you know, working with her to say, look, you know, don't, don't buy into the excuses. Don't let me, you know, don't let me say, oh, I got, but I just got to do this or I just got to do that. You know, I think, yeah, I mean, I think there's a part where, you know, building in, you know, sometimes maybe, I, you know, maybe it's the idea of like, before I can hold myself accountable, I got to get some other people to help me hold myself accountable, you know, kind of mm-hmm. remove training wheels eventually. But so, so that, you know, yeah, I mean, I think yes is the answer um, to what you just said and, and, you know, being accountable to, to the people that matter, right. You know, and whether that's at home or, or even at work, like am I, who's holding me accountable at work, right. Um, you know, and mm-hmm. I know, you know ideally there's not, you know, anybody who wants to, I, I guess, you know, have to babysit me at work and make sure I'm doing, but, but I, maybe I need someone who can check in with me and say, Hey, are you, you know, are you working towards your big, your, your big rocks today? Or are you letting things sidetrack you? Mm-hmm. If you are, then what are those things most important? Or are those things that you're just choosing to make important at that time? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I think that, that, that part of accountability and sharing it and making it public so that people, you know, from a place of love and support will say, Hey, are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Are you are you getting to that point? You know, we all need those people in our life. Absolutely. I'd like to challenge you to to reframe it. Like, what's another way to describe bringing people on board at work that it's not necessarily called babysitting, but a, 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 <laughs> a positive way to look at that accountability? Yeah, that you know, that's funny you said that too, because you know, one of the things my, my son and I just. Uh, we read, uh, we read the, the one word for kids book and, you know, we, we worked on setting a word for ourselves and, and, you know, for him, um, and he's in kindergarten and, and, you know, our word we chose was, was positive. Right. And so choosing to see the positive in things, not always, you know, defaulting to, Oh, this is a problem because of this, this, you know? So, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's not, it's not babysitting, right. It's, it's helping, you know, it's someone, it's an, 
someone who can help me be intentional, right? It's someone who can keep me focused on my North star, which is, you know, leaving my school and, um, you know, doing the best job I can for, for the kids that come here every day, um, and for my teachers. And so, you know, it's, it's not babysitting. It's, it's someone who's, you know, I'd almost kind of equate it to like my, you know, like if you go on a, if I was to go on like a trek, right. Of a place I've never been to before, I'd want a guide who could at least be with me and, and keep an eye on me and help keep me on the trail. Right. So I just need a guide. Um, they don't necessarily need to know where we're going, but they need to know enough to keep me on the path to where I'm going. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that. I was just kind of thinking, and and I'm going to really botch my pop, my, my pop culture references here, but you know, it's similar to that idea of like, the, I uh, hope I can help. I mean, you're putting me on the spot, <laughs> uh, you know, thinking about like what, you know, the Lord of the Rings and, and the journey yeah. and, and yeah. you know, who, uh, man, I can't think of who the, who's, who's kind of got in the whole group there. Um, but Gandalf, Frodo, like those guys. I'm way off on that, but just that idea of like, hey, you know, you don't need to know the the destination, but you need to know enough to keep everybody together on the path, right? And so, you know, I don't have to have, doesn't have to be somebody who knows the work I do as a principal. You know, I think about like, you know, maybe one, you know, one of my 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 secretaries in the front office is giving them more access to my calendar and saying, hey, can you help me be my best every day? Can you help be my guide and keep me on my path? you know, they don't necessarily know the ins and outs of, they're not principals, right? Uh, and I can't do their job. So mm-hmm. when they're not here, it's it's a mess. But, you know, just giving them that power to say like, hey, I want you to be my guide and really help keep me on my path and check in with me at certain times of the day. Say, hey, are you doing what you need? Are you doing the things that are most important today? Like giving, you know, giving that to somebody who can, you know, just, you know, just like I would share with my wife and my son at home, who's that person here that can can be my guide along there, keeping me towards my uh, on my path, my, my Gandalf or Frodo, or uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure who, you know, I I love it. And I think that person, whoever the admin assistant is, you know, uh, would love to be put in that role. You know, if the right person is in that seat, they absolutely thrive on helping you be your best, right? Because they're the gatekeeper, making sure that you're not distracted by unnecessary, you know, uh, people pulling on your time or tasks and that kind of thing. And then if you do open up uh, and say like, here's how I think an ideal week would go, or these, these things are key this week, I have to get them done. I think they would be so honored and love to help you be your best and make sure you're on target, you know? So I, I just want to encourage you there. I think you're at the, you know, doing the right thing by getting them involved. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think, you know, I'm excited to, to kind of, instead of just thinking about doing something, I'm excited to actually, you know, to actually, you know, do it, right? You know, mm-hmm. so I think about it like that, like, the you know, you know, that, that like, don't think about it, be about it, you know, like, like, I need to, I need to move from thinking about it, like I've thought for a long time, right? And, and, you know, the thing is, is like, I always wonder what if, you know, I'm, I'm a huge, you know, like, I, I self-analyze everything, I'm probably overanalyze everything. And, and so like, probably. <laughs> Um, I think to, you know, myself every year, you know, in in the last two and a half years, you know, we've had some, some successes as a school. And I think about like, but what do we leave on the table? Right. If I was a better leader, if I was better at what I did, what else could we have accomplished? Right. And and so I know like we can't live in the the what ifs, but I think that, you know, this is the next step to moving me, moving us forward. Right. Because in the end, it's not, I'm not, it's not about me. It's about the work we do here for, for students and teachers, but I really, you know, want to move past this, like, well, if, if I only had been more focused or I've only had a better, you know, ability to to do the things that matter, then we could have done this instead of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So talking about being about it, when when do you think you would like to have that ideal week, you know, done by? And when might you share it uh, with your admin assistant? So I think, yeah, um, I mean, I think right now the goal is to not kind of drag my feet on this one, right? Like there's always this hesitation of like, yeah, I'll get better. I'll fix myself. But tomorrow I'll do that, right? Today is today, but tomorrow I'm going to do that. Well, tomorrow turns into next week, turns into now it's June. I'm like, oh, well, next year, I'll do it next year, right? So, you know, I think that's the, you know, New Year's resolutions are probably a little, you know, overhyped, but at the same time, like it gives you a nice, like, kind of like, I, you know, point on the route to say, hey, I started this now. Right. I started this right at the beginning of 2020. So I know when that change was made and I can reflect back on that. So all that being said, now I'm going to sound, I'm going to sound, you know, like um, I'm contradicting myself, but you know, I think the ideal week starts next week. Right. Like I think I have to really reflect on, because I can't say like, Oh, I'm going to plan my ideal week for tomorrow. Right. Well, I need to reflect on what is my ideal week. And I don't want to jump into it and say, Oh, let me, let me write down, you know, just scratch out a few things and be good, good to go. I want to talk to, you know, I'm going to talk to my family and get their feedback. You know, I think that's, that's a good point that you brought up or, or you know, mm-hmm. something you, you've encouraged me to think about. And I, I really want to say, Hey, well, you know, to my wife, you know, what does it look like if I'm, you know, the best husband I can be? And what does it look like to my son? If I'm the best dad I can be like, what are the things yes. you want from me? And then making sure that's a part of my week. And even asking the people here at work, like, you know, what does it look like? What would it look like if I was the best principal I could be for you? What do you need out of me? And, and, you know, understand, like, I can't ask all 85 staff members because, you know, would not have an ideal week, right? But I can ask, you know, a few important ones and start there, right? Because, you know, there are those ones that, that I know if, you know, they're going to speak for a representative sample of the, of the school. And if I'm meeting their needs or, or helping them become better, I'm helping everybody become better. And so, you know, I think my goal would be that Sunday, uh, January 12th, that I have a, an ideal week starting from Sunday morning all the way through, you know, through Saturday. I, I think that's another part too, that I've never really thought about is, you know, I think, you know, we make our calendar from eight to five and then we leave it alone. Right. It's like, oh, after that, it's just wide open spaces. But, you know, if you don't, if you don't plan that, those things quickly get taken away as well, you know? So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you're talking about there, you know, looping back with family and then key members of your staff, that's just creating a feedback loop, you know? So we all mm-hmm. have blind spots. We all have things that we don't see. And I think that's very wise to talk to the key players in your life of, of what, you know, how a best principal would show up or best, you know, husband, father, that kind of thing. And then, then build that uh, ideal week. And just to, you know, hit you over the head with it first you. So what does Rick need um, outside of all those people, you know, to be your best, then family, then professional. If you could sneak in there, you know, like a, a section now talking professionally, like 90 minutes of deep work where you can work on projects and vision stuff that only you can do. That's the most important block for me, you know, that goes on a Monday in the morning. You know, other little tips, um, like you said, don't schedule every minute of every day. Have plenty of white space so you can move things around. Make sure you put a lunch on there so you can renew <laughs> your energy. I mean, you're smiling, but it's it's insane how many no, leaders right, yeah. Yeah, skip a lunch. Um, I encourage people to put email on there. You know, when are those specific times you're going to check so that, listen, you don't save the world through email. Like nobody's ever written an email that, that you know, brought world peace probably. So... Uh, if that's true, then where is the best use of your time? It's probably not an email, so limit your access to that. And then, you know, get on all those recurring meetings that you have to do. Maybe you can eliminate some. 
when you're thinking about observations since you're a principal, build in that time where you uh, write the debrief report or you know your evaluation because a lot of times we forget that. Yeah, I think those are just some you know some coaching points for you there. I want to tell you a story about a, a friend of mine. We're gonna call him Steve. His name's not really Steve. So he's a superintendent. Would you agree that a superintendent might have a bit more on their plate than you do as principal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so Steve, Steve's a busy guy. A lot on his plate. He invested good money working with me one on one, and uh, we built an ideal week. And uh, one, and Steve is like super prepared. Like he's always like when we get on a call, just like you, I want to talk productivity, ideal week. He knows what he wants. So one day we get on a call and he's like, ah, things are good. Life's good. You know, he's having his coffee. He's just looking like really fresh. And like, you know, I, I popped his bubble. I didn't mean to, <laughs> but I said, I said, Steve, um, tell me about your ideal week. We had spent months working on it. Okay. Like me and him walked through it and designed something that's great. And then uh, he never implemented. So it was the knowing doing gap, right? And so I said, how's it going? And he felt a bit embarrassed, but uh, basically I held his feet to the fire and said, well, when are you going to give it to your executive assistant? And he committed to that day and he did. And I followed up with him two weeks on our regular call. He said, Danny, listen, I haven't had so much peace and clarity since uh, adopting and actually implementing the ideal week. Because he said, typically over the weekends, and I'm sharing this story because he's got a lot going on like you do, maybe a bit more. Also has kids at home, a wife. And he said over the weekend, you know, and at night, I'd still be worried about, you know, when am I going to get this project done or, you know, this thing, that thing, whatever school related. But he said, I finally have peace. I have clarity and I'm spending more time with my family because I know since I've mapped it out, when I'll get to things uh, during the work week. And so I, I just share, th- share that to you because I know this weekend you'll work on it and then act on it. So right. give, you know, give it to your admin assistant. And also thinking too, I mean, what does it look like to train your staff on what their ideal week might look like? You know, right. who knows? I, but there might be benefits there as well, um, teaching them what's working for you. So, you know, in the end, like, you know, there's a reason that, uh, you know, there's no shortage of like, you know, productivity books and tools and things out there because, you know, everybody wants to be more productive. Everybody wants to be more focused, you know, but I think, you know, in the end, like, I don't know how many different, you know, task managers or to-do list apps that I've downloaded or tried. It's, you know, and in the end, it's not, it's not about the app. It's about like the actual habits right you got to build the habits and i've always I, I that's that's where i'm trying to do it. like how do i build those habits versus how do i find the tool that's going to fix it all because it's not they're not a tool that's going to solve it right um mm-hmm. it, you know the best tool in the world isn't isn't worth anything with without you know if you don't know how to use use it right or have the right habits in place so um yeah i'm excited to to really you know dig into this work and you know understand that like it starts with with what i need for myself you know i think a lot of times like you said, like, you know, we, I laugh about lunch too, but like, yeah, I mean, lunch isn't on my calendar. Right. You know, and I laugh about like, you know, my time to exercise isn't on my calendar. Like I want to, but, but that doesn't get put on there. And so I can't, you know, I don't, I never find time for it. Right. And you mm-hmm. know, if I don't take care of myself, then I won't be able to take care of other people. So. Yeah. Those are, those are really good points. Don't forget what I told you about those British researchers. So get it on the calendar because yes. then you have a plan, you know? Right. Yeah. Like I'm going to, I'm going to run it this time each, you know, on these days or whatever. But yeah, I mean, instead of just hoping that it happens. 
The Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast is brought to you by Organized Binder. Organized Binder is an evidence-based RTI Tier 1 universal level solution and focuses on improving executive functioning and non-cognitive skills. You can learn more and improve your student success at OrganizedBinder.com. The Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast is brought to you by TeachFX. School leaders know that productive student talk drives student learning, but the average teacher talks 75% of class time. TeachFX is changing that with a Fitbit for teachers that automatically measures student engagement and gives teachers feedback about what they could do differently. Learn more about the TeachFX app and get a special 20% discount for your school or district by visiting teachfx.com forward slash BLBS. That's teachfx.com forward slash BLBS. So you're in the sprint, you'll get a, a, a system that works. Um, I didn't create videos on this, so I want to share it with you now since we're doing the coaching session. But what I've found as well, you know, having a laser-like focus, so I guess it is in the sprint, but having like few goals, not 15, right? But I, I encourage everybody to start with two or three, two professional, one personal, uh, and then you can grow to five. But essentially having a laser focus on what you want to accomplish, that means everything else is pretty much a no, you know? So that's, that's really important. Another thing too is um, top performers execute through the boring, right? It's exciting and sexy to find like a new article on productivity or a new app and all that kind of stuff. But instead, it's just like showing up day after day after day, you know, doing it. And then, you know, this is a part of the, the system in the sprint, but I'm glad you're there doing it in community, right? Because it is easy to make up excuses and veer off path. But if you're in a place where everybody is running a sprint saying, here's my top three goals and I'm doing the work and I'm executing on it, like you want to be somebody that does it, right? Otherwise you're going to look bad. So community seems to encourage me, you know, to, to make sure I keep moving forward. So I do want to go back to something you mentioned really at the beginning of this coaching call. And it, it sounds like um, sometimes at home, you might say, hey, I need to go do this thing. You know what I mean? Um, because mm-hmm. in your mind, it seems like it's important. And sometimes it is, but maybe sometimes it isn't. One other exercise you might consider doing is establishing, if X happens, then I do need to take time away from family to address it, you know, and it might be X, Y, and Z, but basically establishing like these, these are the emergencies. These are the valid reasons to take time away from the ideal week with my family. Right. And if it doesn't fall under these categories or buckets, right, then I am going to, you know, demonstrate the discipline of just letting it be right. And part of that, I think will work itself out because you'll have the time in your ideal week to address some of those things. Some of the stuff is just feeling the need to get things done. But at the end of the day, if, if you got all your emails sent, you wrote the newsletter, you did all these things, again, that doesn't make your school the best school in the world, but it's, it's, it's something you need to do. However, you're not spending the time with Lincoln or your wife. You, know, you just got to zoom out and have that sort of perspective. So I'd encourage you to make that, like, what is that emergency list? and then like put it up or have it as a file on your phone. And when the urge says like, okay, am I going to take time away from Lincoln on this? Look at your list. Is it there? 
And if the answer is no, then don't do it. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those things where like, yeah, I mean, you're right. You know, and, and I think, again, it comes back to, you know, what you said before about the knowing and doing gap, but being able to at least start with, all right, you know, there's two things and if it's not, you know, and share those two things too, right? Like, so tell my yeah. wife, look, unless it's this or that, then I'm not going to, I'm not going to go do it. And so I want you to also, you know, help hold me accountable, right? Like, so no, it's not those two things. You got to let it go. And it's, you know, I think there's, there's fear and, and not, you know, doing things right away, I guess, for some of us. Um, I don't know if everybody feels that way, but for me, it's like, all right, well, I got to get this done. I got to get it done now. But, you know, the problem is we can't get everything done now because there's too many things to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, remembering, like you said, what's most important and what's actually going to help achieve the goals versus what's just stuff you're doing. And, and yeah, it's great to check it off a list, but in the end, you know, in the end, the impact I have on my son is going to be more sustainable than or, or more life changing than. I don't know, you know, that, that email that I sent on a Saturday afternoon about who knows what, something probably not all that important, you know, like important in the moment, but not important in the grand scheme of, of kind of the life I want to lead and the, the impact I want to have because like, I'm going to lead a school for a while, but, but I'm, my son is, you know, my family is, you know, the family is what we leave behind. And so making sure that we're staying focused on what really will have the most impact on the world, I guess, you know, for lack of like to, to make it sound like, you know, kind of real big picture, but you know, like what's most important at that time or, or what's most important for the grand scheme or, or the overall life I want to lead. Thinking about significance, the significance question, you know, and uh, not to be completely morbid, but think of your funeral. What do you want your eulogy to be? Mm-hmm. Rick was really good at answering emails in the moment, right. as opposed to the type of dad, you know, and husband you wanted to be. And that right. kind of perspective really helps you snap into focus. I have four blog posts that are unfinished, right? So I'm anxious to get them out. I hope that they serve leaders. But if I was more thinking about that right now or cutting our time short instead of being fully present with you, then I wouldn't be able to to coach and, and deliver the type of value I want, you know? And you know why I'm not worried about those, even though they are undone, is because I know a couple hours from now, I have one hour to work on them, right? And so... Uh, again, I think that ideal week's really going to help you out. Oh, awesome. I think um, this is a good spot to, to uh, probably conclude the coaching call. But before you go, do you mind just sharing um, what was most helpful for you today? I think the part that was most helpful was, was you helping me see the importance of not, not seeing this as a thing I do on my own, but a thing that I do with others, right? Um, and that mm. I'm not just planning my week, I'm planning our week, right? And so thinking about like how those people are going to be a part of that week, whether it's, you know, um, my family at home or, or important people here at, at school, you know, including them in that process and helping them keep me on, uh, you know, on the path, right? Like kind of, you know, be, be there with me and, and go along with it rather than just creating it in isolation of like what I want to do, not, not being reflective of like the fact that like, I don't work in a cubicle by myself, right? I don't live by myself. Like, you know, there's other people that are a big part of my life and I need to get them involved in this process. So, you know, I think to me, that's probably the most important thing is getting them to be part of that. Love it. I think that's a powerful, you know, epiphany for you, just the importance of, of doing it as a team as opposed to uh, in isolation. So uh, thanks for scheduling this time, Rick. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited for, you know, kind of getting this year kicked off. It's the first time I've really decided to, to put some investment into myself, maybe more personally than, than you know, the, 
outside of like, yo, I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to get this degree. Like, this is like saying, all right, you know what? Like I'm going to invest in myself so that I can be, you know, in the end, the person I want to be, not just try to be the person I want to be, but I'm actually going to put some stuff in place, you know, because it's one thing to say, oh, I'm going to try this. It's another thing to invest, invest in it and say, all right, well, if it doesn't work. And I'm out this, you know, this amount of whatever I invested, whether it's time or money or whatever, you know, it does help to, to motivate you when you know you're, 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 you know, there's more than to it than just, uh, you know, the good old uh, college try. So, yeah, you got skin in the game. So that's that exactly. you're separating yourself. You're actually trying to be about it. Right. Thanks for listening to the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast, Ruckus Maker. If you have a question or would like to connect, my email, daniel at betterleadersbetterschools.com or hit me up on Twitter at Alien Earbud. If the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast is helping you grow as a school leader, then please help us serve more ruckus makers like you. You can subscribe, leave an honest rating and review, or share on social media with your biggest takeaway from the episode. Extra credit for tagging me on Twitter at Alien Earbud and using the hashtag BLBS. Level up your leadership at betterleadersbetterschools.com and talk to you next time. Until then, class dismissed.